a lot of these institutions, I believe some will survive, but I feel some will not survive because they see IT as a cost where IT should be an investment. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast, where we highlight and explore the views of thought leaders and organizations across the tech industry. We're presenting topics on leadership, sales, and trends from our perspective as individuals and, of course, as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Now, as a father, of two girls and a husband of a wife with a technical background who is a co-founder as well of an MSP. I'm excited to have another amazing woman on our podcast today because not only I've known her for a few years, I've seen her journey and I've seen how she's grown over the years and she does a lot of great things in their community. So I want to welcome the president and co-founder of Safe PC Solution. Now she's at Atlanta, Georgia, But man, she can provide work anywhere throughout the United States because she focuses on IT and managed services for the mid-size enterprise and government space, including backup and cybersecurity. Medina, welcome to the Twin Talk Tech Leadership Podcast. How are you? Dan, I'm wonderful. Uh, Thank you. I'm so excited to join you and your brother, David. Uh, We've been trying to get this done all year. I really appreciate what the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast is doing on a national and global level. Uh, You are really focusing on helping uh, women uh, in technology. And, you know, this is Cybersecurity Awareness Month. So this is a good time for us to, to really dig deep in some of the interesting initiatives and projects that we're doing. So thank you again. And I'm just I'm just so excited about this opportunity. Well, this is Danny. From time to time, as Dave and I are interacting with our special guests, we'll do our best to let our audience know who's actually asking the question. Medina, tell our audience a little bit about yourself, about your journey, and how you got involved into technology and how you got involved into building out your Safe PC Solutions organization, because it's a phenomenal story. Well... First of all, I, you know, I was not, I didn't start off in, in technology in a traditional sense. I came from uh, telecommunications when the whole voice over IP innovation was breaking through. And then I heavily got into contact centers and, and offshoring. And, and so, you know, I've been to, you know, over 22 countries around the world. So it really, it really took me I, I always say I got my journey was it was an accident because my background, uh, I'm an economist by training. I, I, I got my master's uh, from Cornell University. So it was all about business uh, processes, uh, global project management, just trying to make things more e- efficient and highly effective and, and, and making organizations better. I was kind of thrown into IT because there was a need at the time. And as we were developing these customer care centers, we ended up taking over a, a service desk, which then then I then I said, well, let's let's call this Safe PC Solutions. And that was about eight years ago, not thinking that we are now Microsoft business partners, Fortinet, uh, Perimeter 81. I mean. You name it, you know, we we are partnered with some of the largest, you know, billion dollar IT companies and one of the few small mid-market companies a part of the cybersecurity tech accord, which is the global organization with all of the major uh, IT companies, particularly the ones focusing on security, who are, who are part of that industry. And so one of the things we're working on right now is cybersecurity resiliency. And that's in partnership with Cyber Cybersecurity Tech Accord and Microsoft, where we, we are going to be getting out a blog post about what's going on around the supply chain. So it's an exciting time right now. We also, one of our other partners, Plant Moran, we've launched a survey on cybersecurity resiliency, mainly focusing on higher education institutions, state and local uh, governments, as well as healthcare. We'll be right back after this short break. 
I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Are you an MSP looking to strengthen the relationships that you have with your clients? Look to reinforce your value by maximizing your QBRs. Simplify the approach by turning any account manager into a virtual CIO with the Humanize IT framework. Visit humanizeit.biz and start to create genuine human connections through better conversations rather than just presentations. Humanize IT. Are you someone who dreads public speaking? Does the mere thought of getting up in front of a crowd make you break out in a cold sweat? Well, fear no further because there's a solution that can help you overcome your fear and master the art of public speaking. Introducing our book, Talk It Up, a guide to successful public speaking. This comprehensive guide is perfect for anyone of any age in any profession if they want to improve the public speaking skills. Whether it's for a work presentation, a conference, a job interview, giving a toast at a wedding, or even a TED Talk. With Talk It Up, you'll learn how to craft and deliver a powerful speech that engages your audience and leaves a lasting impression. You'll discover techniques for controlling your nerves, protecting your idea, projecting your voice, using your body language, all to keep your audience engaged. Plus, you get tips on everything from creating an outline to using visual aids to managing a Q&A session. Imagine being able to speak confidently and being able to captivate your audience. With Talk It Up, you can become a skilled public speaker in no time. And the best part, it's available on Amazon. So you can start reading today and take your first steps to become a confident public speaker. Don't let your fear of public speaking hold you back any longer. Order your copy of Talk It Up today and start speaking with confidence. And the reason why we wanted to do this survey is because a year ago, over a year ago, Microsoft uh, and Safe PC Solutions, we launched the initiative to focus on focus on HBCUs and securing their infrastructure. And what we realized was, gosh, um, they're behind in securing their infrastructure. And the purpose of this survey is really to focus on understanding better how to serve their needs, how to uh, give them, you know, help them get not only the grant funding, but how to utilize the money more strategically. Because again, a lot of these institutions, I believe some will survive, but I feel some will not survive because they see IT as a cost where IT should be an investment. And again, uh, cybersecurity should be at the forefront. And a lot of these data breaches and ransomware attacks, it's because employees not only are not following policies and procedures, but but Danny and David, they lack the training. Yeah, that's why it's so important Yeah, to have organizations like yours involved, Medina. Exactly. I mean, and then you offer to give the training to even some of the senior management if they they brought in new people or whatever. And the reality is, is that they don't know. And they don't want to admit that they know. So now I'm to the point where if I don't go to the board or to the investors or directly to the CEO or to the presidents of these institutions, you know, you're wasting my time. 
and I'm wasting your time because you have people within your organization that know, but don't know and are too afraid to say what I don't know. Medina, this is David. And let me first of all say, I love hearing about your partnerships with some of the largest tech companies, specifically your partnership with Microsoft. That's how I came to meet you, of course, through my twin, Dan introduced me to everybody in the space. But the work you're doing with the various universities, including HBCUs, and the work you're doing to help other women, uh, women of color, to break into this industry has been amazing. Can you talk about your dedication to closing the digital divide and why it's important for organizations like yours, Safe PC Solutions, to get involved? Because it's not enough just to say there is a divide. There's not enough to say they're lacking the resources they're training. But we've got to work with companies like Microsoft to get in there and to make these connections. So any thoughts about how you're helping to bridge that divide? Any thoughts to other companies that want to get involved, other women involved in trying to make that happen? Mm -hmm. Well, David, great question. A lot, you know, when I started Safe PC Ed Tech, which was about Gosh, you know, I have to say now it was four years ago. And the reason why I did is because, again, you know, you get tired of going to the table and going into these environments and you're the only one. And when I mean the only one, the only woman, the only African-American woman. And when you introduce yourself, they're surprised, right? This past week, I had a woman who works for us. She's in our, she's a part of our, our field operations team and she deployed equipment and they were surprised that a woman deploys equipment. (laughs) This week, not only did we deploy equipment, we also did a hard wiring project for another. And they were like, oh, you all offer? I was like, yeah, we offer. I may not be doing the hard wiring, but someone within my team and my organization. So why this is so so passionate to me is that we have to redefine the stereotype. And the only way we redefine it is so is to expose people so they can see things different. And also my commitment to women is to keep them encouraged because a lot of times they become discouraged. You know, I didn't traditionally go into science or math or engineering in high school and college. And let alone, I wasn't really encouraged to go into that arena. And I probably, if I had went on that traditional path, I would have been discouraged because you know, years ago, that was something that men did. That wasn't something women did. And so now my initiatives and my focus is to work with young girls on STEM, expose them. Right now, we're working on a project in Oakland, California, in the Bay Area, which I'm originally from, with one of the largest uh, African-American women-owned nonprofits, the National Coalition of 100 Black Women, where we're training young girls on the metaverse virtual reality, AI, understanding what this technology is going to look like so they don't become afraid of the technology. They embrace the technology. They become developers. They become creatives around the technology. They begin at a young age securing their future because we all know AI is going to be in every industry. And if you expose them while they're young, guess what? They become comfortable. They don't become intimidated. Like someone was saying, well, AI is going to replace humans. And I was laughing. Like, we created that. It's not going to replace us. Now, in certain aspects, it may become smarter. The algorithm may be smarter than us or whatever. But at the end of the day, what we have to understand about skilling and reskilling and retooling is we have to always know that learning is a continuum and that learning is an ongoing process. We'll be right back after this short break. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. 
Are you an MSP looking to strengthen the relationships that you have with your clients? Look to reinforce your value by maximizing your QBRs. Simplify the approach by turning any account manager into a virtual CIO with the Humanize IT framework. Visit humanizeit.biz and start to create genuine human connections through better conversations rather than just presentations. Humanize IT. Are you tired of struggling to keep your team motivated and engaged? Do you wish there was an easier way to develop your employees' skills and build a high-performing team? Well, look no further than Mercury Learning Library and Coaching. If you're a tech company that values happy, high-performing teams and leaders, Mercury is the solution you've been looking for. They all have access to online training, bi-weekly group coaching to power up your employees, their skills, their leadership skills, their sales, and public speaking. And for CEOs and business owners, we have an offer exclusive just for you. It is a training track to help you lead your company to success. Here's the thing. Your employees want to grow and develop. They want to be motivated and engaged at work, but it's not always easy to know where to start. That's where Mercury comes in. We provide specific development tracks for managers, employees, and HR leaders to help them achieve their goals and reach their full potential. Hey everybody, I'm Christina and I'm a brand and image strategist where we consult you on how you're coming across, how your total brand, um, social media, the way you speak, the way you look, the way uh, your website looks, and it's all important in encompassing especially effective communication. So I have a book that I'd like to recommend. This book called, called Talk It Up by David and Danny Sue Brown does exactly that. It goes step-by-step step and it tells you exactly what you need to know. It is very easy to follow. It will boost your confidence. It will help you communicate effectively to your audience. We have to understand that if we develop more women, develop more people of color around AI, around cybersecurity, around the metaverse, virtual reality, all these new innovative technologies, let's include quantum computing, then we will continue to bridge that digital divide. However, what happens when we become adults, we did not get the proper training and foundational training. Technology was not in the home. So... This has become a universal issue that affects everyone, particularly people of lower income as well. So I just want to make sure I clarify that, too, because the digital divide does include, in my mind, everyone who does not have the access. Absolutely. This is Danny. And what I appreciate about that is you're including everybody. And there could be people that live in rural areas. They don't have access to Internet. Yeah. And my background and your background similar came from the telecom space. It could be regions of mountains. It could be a sparse population where yeah. telecom carriers, traditional telecom carriers, uh, don't have the infrastructure built out yet. And so we're having to rely on satellite. We're having to rely on roof to roof or building to building. So there's a lot of reasons why it's not necessarily a color issue. It could be any type of issue. But if you don't have access to it, then that, of course, keeps you from moving forward. And one of the things that I want to talk about now is continue this work of what you're doing, not only in your community, but with the Women in Technology Group, right? So you're a leader in the WIT network. You do a yeah. lot of the work in the Atlanta area. Let's continue this a little bit more about what are you doing in, in the Atlanta area? What are you doing with WIT? And how has this been beneficial for the people in that community? Well, I think what's important with the WIT Network, and which is also an organization, uh, Women in Technology, that actually came out of the International Association of Microsoft Channel Partners. And what we've had to do here in Atlanta is the WIT Network Atlanta and the IMACP Atlanta, we have come together collectively and are having our events together now because you know, we I think I think all of our memberships have to some degree have been impacted due to the pandemic. And so what we are trying to do collectively is begin building a stronger network of people. This year, I'm on the nominating committee for 
who's going to take over the executive team and the leadership. And I've, and I've also invited that leadership to become a part of us. And I, and I would say that one of the things that we've, we've done well here in Atlanta is that, you know, in the past, I've been involved in the Accelerate Atlanta program where we really did a lot of training around digital literacy, uh, the Microsoft Office, and, and some of the Azure certifications. And so that is some of the work that we're very, very proud of. Right now, what we are doing is we're developing some of our own uh, content, and we've partnered with Praxis AI. And one of the things we're going to be launching in November is cybersecurity awareness training that we're going to be making complimentary. The events that we have coming up right now, uh, one, the end of October, is we're going to see the Curiosity Lab, which is a, an innovative technology. And what we're trying to do is make sure all the businesses, make sure that the employees of the businesses, we're just trying to make sure everybody is okay. And to us, I think I think that's important because we've had a lot of transition. Some people have relocated to other parts of the country, but we're trying to kind of build a synergy and really continue to make sure, um, you know, one of the big focuses is employment. Uh, women have been impacted dramatically in technology due to the layoffs. So what we are focusing on is helping them build their networking, focusing on their mentoring. Uh, for 2024, we're already building uh, some custom curriculum around the vision boards. How do you execute your vision board in 2024? I really want us to focus on when we build that vision board, how do we execute it? So right now, what right now, what I see happening in, in Atlanta, which is good, is a lot of collaboration. And the other organization um, that we work with is the Atlanta Fulton Family Connection. It is the largest nonprofit in Atlanta. And what it does focus on is children. Uh, it focuses on the parents, uh, low-income families who have challenges with housing, uh, not having internet access, not having computers in the home. One of the things that I'm doing at the end of this month is I'm going to show them uh, immersive reader and all of the reading tools that are provided through uh, Microsoft Education and make sure the schools are properly utilizing that. So one of the things, one of the initiatives that we are doing is going into the local schools and just doing things around reading, but also exposing them to the technology around the reading tools. Medina, this is David. And what I really appreciate you sharing is that there are so many different ways people can get, get involved and you're making an impact on so many different levels. We're not just talking about the partnerships that you're having and building with nonprofits in Atlanta with various HBCUs. We talked about your relationship with Microsoft, IAMCP. You talked about some of these uh, relationships you have. Talk about your relationship with also, let's say, uh, Microsoft BIPG program. Talk about your relationship with App Meetup. And of course, you and Danny go back <laughs> years. So both App Meetup, Microsoft's BIPG yeah, program, yeah, are, yeah, yeah. they are accelerators, okay? These are programs yeah, that yeah. you've been a part of. So talk about the partnerships on that level. What did you get out of working with so, uh, Dan and App Meetup and those organizations? Well. First of all, um, David, I just don't know if you realize how important your brother is to the Black Partner Growth uh, Initiative and BCPA, which is a Black Channel Partner Alliance. Danny has been around so long, who's been, you know, both a part of the Microsoft, the channel. I think the value that he brings and App Meetup bring is the education and the training and the development of some of the newer entrepreneurs into the Microsoft ecosystem. I have to say I've been around for a minute. I'm actually a part of the, the Black Growth, um, the, the Black Growth Partner Initiative, which is a, a, a few of the African American partners who have been selected to become managed service. We directly engage with Microsoft, in which we are doing that. Today and we also still work indirectly with uh, through our partnership with TD Cinex. But uh, but more importantly, I think what the growth the, and and I think what what Danny 
was able to do by starting BCPA with Frank and some of the other um, founders is now I'm able to navigate through that Microsoft ecosystem as a partner and get the certain designations as a solution partner, uh, converting the leads, executing the leads. You know, one of the things that we did with the HBCU initiative, we launched a very successful workshop. From that workshop, we've been able to generate deals. And from those deals, uh, it's, it's evolving into further partnerships. It's, it's evolving into further growth. So what was so important of what they did, and I don't even know if Danny and BCPA and at, at Meetup are really have been given the justice because Microsoft is not easy to navigate through. It, it is. It is not. I mean, you know, it is, you know, it is bigger or as big as the U.S. government. I mean, you know, it is a it has become, um, you know, an institution within itself where we are all dependent on uh, Microsoft. And so, you know, uh, you know, so, you know, just to be able to operate, to use our everyday lives. So, again, as a partner, it's been difficult to navigate through the ecosystem. And I think also sometimes as women and African-Americans, we don't have the connections and the relationships. So when you hear about some of these partners coming in and they this, you know, they used to either work for Microsoft or they have someone that is nav holding their hand and walking them through. Because literally to navigate through the Microsoft ecosystem, you have to you have to you have to know that process, learn that process and be able to navigate through it. And then when you're and then when you have clients and you're trying to ensure your clients not only, you know, you're installing the Microsoft, implementing the Microsoft, but more importantly, making sure they're trained properly on the tools. We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Are you an MSP looking to strengthen the relationships that you have with your clients? Look to reinforce your value by maximizing your QBRs. Simplify the approach by turning any account manager into a virtual CIO with a humanized IT framework. Visit humanizeit.biz and start to create genuine human connections through better conversations rather than just presentations. Humanize IT. Are you someone who dreads public speaking? Does the mere thought of getting up in front of a crowd make you break out in a cold sweat? Well, fear no further because there's a solution that can help you overcome your fear and master the art of public speaking. Introducing our book, Talk It Up a guide to successful public speaking. This comprehensive guide is perfect for anyone of any age in any profession if they want to improve the public speaking skills. Whether it's for a work presentation, a conference, a job interview, giving a toast at a wedding, or even a TED Talk. With Talk It Up, you'll learn how to craft and deliver a powerful speech that engages your audience and leaves a lasting impression. You'll discover techniques for controlling your nerves, protecting your idea, projecting your voice, using your body language, all to keep your audience engaged. Plus, you get tips on everything from creating an outline to using visual aids to managing a Q&A session. Imagine being able to speak confidently and being able to captivate your audience. With Talk It Up, 
You can become a skilled public speaker in no time. And the best part, it's available on Amazon. So you can start reading today and take your first steps to become a confident public speaker. Don't let your fear of public speaking hold you back any longer. Order your copy of Talk It Up today and start speaking with confidence. One of the other greatest challenges it challenges is that the technology keeps evolving and people are having a slow time catching up. And then, you know, these companies keep changing because AI is here now. So how do we prepare for the change? But I always tell companies and, 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 and people that I mentor, focus on the cash flow, focus on the bottom line. Understand where your customer is today. They may be different tomorrow, but sometimes you got to slowly navigate them to the pathway to success. Things are not going to happen overnight. I was telling one client, well, I'm not really ready for Copilot. And I told them, you're not ready. Right now, we just are getting your team trained for teams. And you all are utilizing teams. So that's okay. We may integrate a more simpler AI tool that may be easier for you to utilize right now. And let's just train the admin. Let's just train the customer service rep. And that's it. And let's not be so overwhelmed because a lot of times I see our businesses changing our business models so quickly because the larger corporation, but guess what? They can. They have the resources, they have the investments, they have the manpower. I always tell people, evolve slowly, evolve with the client, because there's a lot you can learn from the client. This is Danny, and I appreciate you bringing that up and talking about that, because a lot of times we don't understand the importance of being a specialized small partner who's actually going to get their hands dirty with you, who's going to help you. It's one thing to buy and consume technology. It's another to adopt it, internalize it, and actually what we call make it part of your day-to-day life. If you get the best product, the best solution, and you don't know how to use it because you've never been trained to use it, well, guess what? You're going to say the product doesn't work. It's not good. Exactly. Exactly. I I can't just sell your product. I have to train you on it. So it's really important to look at this word called adoption. And I think that that's why it's important to have partners like yourself and Safe PC Solutions because Microsoft cannot get their hands in in deep and dirty with that individual client, but you can. And that's what keeps the adoption. And when you have adoption, you have a repeat customer. And this is what makes Microsoft such a successful company, what makes Google such a successful company because of partners like you who make sure adoption is possible. Now, mm-hmm. I want to ask you this quick question. As a woman leader, as a minority leader, building mm-hmm. your business and making it to where it is today, going through these accelerators, these programs, giving back to the community, all these things that you're doing, who's, mm-hmm. who's inspiring you every day? Who do you, who do you go to? Who's helping <laughs> you in your mindset and, and keeping you positive to keep you resilient as you're going through this grind every single day yeah. One, because you're a minority Two, you're a woman and three, you're in a, a yeah. tech space that focuses on S and B. So who's helping you? What, what leadership principles or what kind of yeah. mentor who's helping you through this process? Well, I have to say, a lot of it is my background. And, you know, I, I, you know, Danny, you know, we come from a very uh, similar background. It's a lot of what drives me, of course, is my family. And I am fourth generation entrepreneur, just so you know. And, you know, my grandfather was a very tr- successful trial attorney. Um, he was always helping the community. Um, my aunt, uh, Dr. Carol Ward Allen, she was the first African-American woman to head the, the Port of Oakland and BART and the Bay Area Rapid Transit, uh, which is the largest, well, one of the largest uh, rapid transit. It, it is for the metro of San Francisco, Oakland, California. So uh, and then, of course, I come from a long line of, of educators, and um, we've all, um, you know, and I have to say, some of us went to HBCUs. 
Uh, some of us went to community colleges and then, and then a lot of us, because we were on the West Coast, we went to a lot of the traditional, some of the bigger institutions, because both of my parents ended up going to San Jose State University before San Jose became Silicon Valley. So sometimes they think, well, maybe was Atlanta a good move or should we have stayed in, in Silicon Valley? But, um, but again, I think one of the things um, that we were highly educated on was that you have a very good life. You have a, a privileged, privileged life as an African-American where most do not have the life you've, you've, you've been able to live. And um, so it was the we I was raised to always give back in the community. And so I think a lot of it is just, you know, seeing what my mother did, even um, when she because she ended up being in a, you know, she was heavily in the real estate, but becoming an appraiser here at De, in DeKalb County, which is one of the second largest counties here uh, in the metro Atlanta area. And I was talking to someone the other day. Uh, they said your mother would always make sure we had money for our kids, for their birthdays, for their Christmases, for their car. Your mother always made sure we, we, you know, if I needed something, she made sure we. And and your the, and then someone the other day was telling me, uh, I remember your grandfather during the civil rights movement and and what he did. So. I just come from a family where we always would give back and my and and my parents always made sure I was aware that you know most you know our community doesn't live the way you you were raised or what you what you grew up with they're they're dealing with very serious issues of just not so much discrimination but the fact that not having access to internet not ha- I mean I was you know I was at FAMU with the the newest Mac when Mac was really starting to come out all up in my dorm room. And I was one of the few that had that, you know, and I look now that I'm in technology, but one of my girlfriends from college was telling me the other day, but she said, but you always had everything. You always, if a new phone came out, you, you had it because somebody in your family was, was, was buying it or was, was, was traveling. And, you know, I had family in Singapore. I mean, I remember when Dubai was being built, I had family over there before it became Dubai, you know? So again, a lot of it is, a lot of my drive is my family. Um, and a lot of my drive is to make sure I can provide for my family, but also I, I feel like we have to give back because so many people they don't have, and there's so many people that want to do better. You know, there, there's just, you know, I always talk about, you know, Michaela Rose. I mean, you know, 24 years old, did two certifications. She did Office Excel, Azure. She did the Year Up program and started with the company in cloud because she knew cloud and started off at 24 at $95,000 a year. Nice. That's awesome. Without a college degree. And I say to myself, you know, and was raised by a single mother, but I wanted to make sure this girl was successful because she was driven, but I knew she didn't have all the resources and the guidance. And I just wanted to be there to help her. Medina, this is David. And let me, let me, let me echo what you just stated. When people are driven and they want to find success, you are willing to help connect those dots for them and to get them there. And that's what you've done with your organization. That's what you've done with your partnerships. I love that you talk about even the connection with HBCUs and you mentioned FAMU. And for our listening audience out there, FAMU is just a Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University there in Tallahassee, Florida. And I love that you went there. That was the one of the universities that my twin was accepted to, started there as the ME program, Mechanical Engineering program. Then he came to Howard to help make sure that his brother was going to finish with an honors um, degree as well. And we love that. We love the work you've done. Obviously, Cornell, your work in California, your focus now in Atlanta and the greater Georgia area. This is incredible. You talk about resources. One of the resources that she's providing for our listening audience, and we're going to put this in the show notes, she's provided a framework to better understand where you might be when it comes to IT security and being compliant. And we're going to, we're going to provide this in the show notes, but it's, it's a great, interesting segue into how you help organizations to be able to get a good overview of their company, say, are we where we need to be at 
when it comes to cybersecurity. Are there any other resources you want to share with our audience today where you might be speaking, where you might be training? Obviously, you talked about some of the programs you're doing down there in Atlanta, but are there any other resources you want to provide outside of this framework questionnaire that we're going to put in the show notes? Well, I want to make sure everybody gets a copy and I'll, and I'll send you the links of the survey that we're doing in partnership with Plant Moran, which is on cybersecurity resiliency, because the importance about the survey is that it really, you know, really um, answers some real critical questions about not only where you are, but also your budgeting, uh, your training. It really you know, it really gives a snapshot of, of who you are, number one. Uh, secondly, I'm going to also share a link with you all on what we do around compliance as a service. But just so you all know, for small businesses, because that's a very good question, David, we do work with a lot of small businesses around the remote hybrid environment where they do need security. And one of the, the three solutions we're working right now is with Fortisas, Perimeter 81, and uh, Nordlayer. And we're securing the network where they log into wherever they are. So that's a, that's a huge uh, thing that we're, we're focusing on is around the secure network and then also around, um, you know, just around the multi-factor authentication uh, we've put together. And I'm, I'll send you a link to uh, what we've written around zero trust, but also just a very simple document on our steps. And that's around uh, multi-factor authentication, password management. But where we are really seeing the major issue is a lack of training, and and that and that's why we're launching the cybersecurity awareness training with Praxis uh, AI in partnership with them, where we're developing the content, and it's based upon what we see in these organizations from not only the small businesses to the mid markets, but what we're seeing in in, in higher educations, local and state governments. We're just seeing the same trend. Lack of training, lack of understanding, downloading an application that you're not supposed to be downloading, and then this sense of fear of, I don't want people to know what I don't know. And I'm always encouraging my team, training is an ongoing, it's a life journey. Again, organizations really have to focus on creating a culture of learning and development and if you do not have that culture, uh, it it is. Um, it, it, I think it's going to be very difficult, in my mind, to be be very very successful. This is Danny. Thank you for sharing that. And what I appreciate is the fact that we hear from a lot of big organizations, but we don't hear from the people who are actually in the street, who are actually getting their hands dirty. And I like this idea of continuous education. You talk about the fact that you're even going after the learning, you're going after education. And what mm -hmm. most people may not know in the audience is that anytime you're a partner and you are part of a program, that program typically has requirements that you have to meet in order to stay in the program, to be qualified, to be able to sell or push their products. And Microsoft is no different. There are courses that have to be completed. There are a number of certifications that have to be passed. There are a certain number of customers that you have to obtain. There's a certain number of customer testimonials you have to upload. There's a lot of things that have to be done. And as a leader, Medina is continuously as well going after that herself. And as well as the young lady that she had mentioned who completed all the Azure certification, Excel certification, everything else, who were able to get a very high quality and high salary position at such a young age. I want to encourage the audience, look, do not stop what you're doing today. I want to encourage you that just because you're not in high school no more, just because you're not in college no more, that does not mean you stop learning. You always have to yeah. learn. Every yeah. day you have to learn something new. So please take the time, invest in your business, invest in yourself, and don't ever stop moving forward. I think this is going to be very important. I want to ask this real quick question. We talked about in the very beginning, the digital divide. We talked about the community working with women in technology, working with the Black Partner Growth Initiative, working with the Black Channel Partner Alliance, and all these different associations. And we're really building up the people in that community. And we're building everything up that's needed. 
what else needs to be completed over the next five to 10 years so that we can close that gap? Is it just pure telecom services? Is it the ability to have telecom services and your cybersecurity awareness training that you're doing with Praxis? And if people don't know, what Medina's talking about is like, look, it's partner to partnering. It's another organization, woman-owned organization that she's working with. So I'm going to encourage all of you people out there today, please partner with somebody. But back to the question, what, what needs to be done over the next five, 10 years to really close that gap? Well, again, we're going to have to continue to make the education accessible, but more importantly, affordable. We're offering the cybersecurity awareness training at the very basic level at a, at a complementary uh, phase. And so that that that's what that's what we're that's what we're doing. And um, I think that and I strongly feel that BCPA and 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 I know I need to sit down probably with you and and Frank a lot more on this, but I feel that you all and and of course definitely what you're doing with App Meetup is ensuring that these accelerators continue to get the necessary training, that their employees can continue to get the necessary training. Because that is something that I'm not really seeing as a continuum of investment. Right now, we have so many cybersecurity jobs, but not enough people. We have a lot of AI jobs, but not enough people. So if, you know, App Meetup and BCPA, I feel they have to drive it. I think we're letting these corporations drive too much of this in my in my opinion because remember they 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 have to they have to talk they, you know they, they're driven by the stock market and again i feel that the grant money is there i feel like the organizations are there but i feel like as 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 people of color and as leaders in technology we have to drive it for the next 5 to 10 years in terms of ending the digital divide that's what i want to start seeing in the next five to ten years not right now we're trying to bridge it we just need this 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 should you know when you start in preschool you should get some type of device you should become exposed uh everyone should have access to internet in the home they don't and you and you'd be surprised so many people know how to use their smartphone but they don't even know how to send an email from their laptop we we have to get back to the basics this is Danny, and one of the things I hear about when you talk about get back to the basics is some of the things I do with our coaching. And being a high school football coach for five years and a community college coach for two years, and also watching coaches today, and a lot of times these students would come on and they would just want to run routes. They just want to do things. And we have to get back to the fundamentals. Where's your weight? Where's your heel? How are you opening up? How do you save a step? All these things are basics. And you practice the basics, it becomes muscle memory. And the muscle memory becomes the ability mm -hmm. to go and produce on live game day. And I think that's very important. Mm -hmm. So thank you for talking about that. And when you say there's a lot of AI jobs, there's a lot of tech jobs available. If I'm listening to the podcast, and I'm young, or I'm thinking about a career change, mm -hmm. there you go. You have the right skill sets. You have the right tools. You get the right education. Yeah. The job yeah. is going to be there. The money's going to mm -hmm. be there. So I want to encourage mm -hmm. everybody in the audience today, look, take a risk. Hire a military veteran to come work for your association. Yes, yes. You can go look at the uh, Veterans for Azure yes. program through Greg Henson, and he provides free internship and job placement. Yeah. You can hire a military veteran who's already been trained and, on Azure. You and can actually, Greg Hansen, another Microsoft partner, small business, grew, supporting the community, and again, probably has done more yep. than some of these larger corporations. Absolutely. And again, absolutely. and again, people and customers, they keep looking to these larger companies, and I keep telling them they're going to do some. They're gonna do a little bit, but it's up to you, and it's up to it is up to us to really drive these initiatives forward. Absolutely, absolutely, it's up to us to do that, and that's yeah. why I'm so encouraged. There's not with the with the with internet 
with a smartphone, there's no excuse why an individual cannot mm -hmm. uplift and better themselves today. And there's no excuse for businesses, nonprofits, small businesses to, mm -hmm. the, to what I call put yourself in a situation where you can be hacked because of lack mm -hmm. of cybersecurity awareness training, which is provided for free by uh, Safe Peace Solutions. And, and we're really excited about that. So there's no excuse, guys. Jump mm -hmm. online. I want to encourage everyone to do this. What I also want to say is that if you want to hear more and you want to find out more about how you can work with Medina, how you can learn more about security, how you can learn more about getting the access to cybersecurity awareness training for free, go to safepcsolutions.com. And if you're on LinkedIn, which is a platform that Dave and I both love, I want to encourage you, go on linkedin.com slash IN slash Medina Ali. Now make sure it's M-A-D. I-N-A-H. Make sure you include the H. A-L-I. Hmm. And the reason why that's important because I want you, I want to challenge everybody. If you're in the Atlanta area and you have a small business, reach out to her. Why? Because her organization has the partnerships with these large, big, large global billion dollar companies, and she can get her hands dirty and do the work. And she's not afraid to do the work. So give her a call, reach hmm. out to her. And I want to encourage everybody, if you're going to be committed to helping to close this digital divide. If you're committed to helping to lift up that community, if you're committed to helping a woman-owned business or a minority to get into the IT space, reach out to her. She's a leader in the women in technology movement, the WIT Network. Uh, she's a leader down in Atlanta. She's a leader with the International Association of Microsoft Channel Partners as well. So if you're a small partner, you want to learn how to work with Microsoft, reach out to her. She'll probably tell you, hey, go reach out to Microsoft BIPG and at Meetup. They have programs to help you, guide you through this complex maze called Microsoft and how to work with them. Please do that. Yeah. And if you have a passion and you want to do more, reach out to Medina. She's here to help you out. Medina, thank you for joining David and myself on the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast. We appreciate having you on board. We appreciate you talking about your journey. We appreciate the work that you're doing to not only be what I call a generational entrepreneur. Yeah. I want to encourage all of us to start businesses today, all of us to think about how we can train our own children mm -hmm. to also become mm -hmm. entrepreneurs in the future. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you all so much. This is wonderful, wonderful platform. Um, we also need to keep twins talk tech leadership over the next 10 years. Uh, this is this is an awesome platform. Uh, through this platform, you all are driving entrepreneurship and also bridging the digital divide. So thank you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Please subscribe, download, and share this program. Learn about sponsorship opportunities and become featured on our program. Follow us on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. Be sure to also give our other program, Twins Talk It Up, a listen as well. We will see you next time in the next episode of Twins Talk Tech Leadership.